This is Dental All-Stars, where we bring you the best in dentistry on marketing, management, and training. Here's your host, Alex Nottingham. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Nottingham, founder of All-Star Dental Academy, and we have Larry Gazzardo, our head instructor, with us today. And we are talking about the dental morning huddle. So, Larry, what is the morning huddle? The, the morning huddle is nothing more than a time that we utilize every day to get ready for today, you know, to examine the patients that are coming in and uh, take a look at the schedule and uh, get an idea of, you know, our goals. But the primary purpose is, are we ready for today? And why is it important? I know there's a lot of talk about this. And I thought it'd be a really good topic to address. So why is important? Why is it important to do a morning huddle? Do you think we should? What are the benefits? Things like that. Just kind of give us a. <laughs> no, I think that's a, a great question. Um, people ask me about it all the time. Like, why would we need to do this? Um, uh, and, I, and I'll give you the reason why I tell you that what, why we need to do it. Um, it's because once the day gets started in a dental practice, we don't have the opportunity to stop and regroup. And because everybody in a dental practice is involved in treating a patient, you know what I mean? Like when I'm done with the patient, it goes on to the next person. If I don't do my step correctly, it's gonna have an effect on the next person and so on and so forth. So um, everybody has to be involved and uh, we have to have everybody there. And that's why you have to have a huddle. Um, as much as I don't like to admit it, I know that when you come in every morning, there's changes to the schedule. And this is a change that has to be conveyed to everybody. Um, and most of the time, those changes involve patient care. Um, often emergencies are, have come up. And so, again, if we're going to provide a patient with flawless performance and a seamless experience, then all of us have to be in the loop of any of these changes. And it's you can't go to each person all day long and say, oh, we have this change. Oh, we have this change. Oh, we have this change. This is something that affects everybody. Now, you mentioned the seamless experience, which is in flawless performance, which is something that you talk about in depth in our patient experience course. What is that exactly for those? Now, our students will understand that, but those that are listening that are new, what is the flawless performance and how does that relate to the morning huddle? Well, it, it all ties together because in surveys that we take with patients, they always explain to us that they're looking for flawless performance. And upon analysis, what we discovered is what they mean is they expect that everybody in the office knows how to do their job and that everybody in the office knows a little bit about how everybody else does their job. And it doesn't surprise me that they expect this because when a patient has a question, they expect to be able to answer, uh, ask anybody who's available, whether that's a dental assistant, if that is a hygienist, the doctor, um, or even a business office person. They don't want to hear the answer, I don't know, or you have to go talk to somebody else. Uh, even if you don't know, they expect you to say, you know, that isn't something that I handle. However, Susie does, and I will take you to her, and I will hand you off correctly so that they don't have to repeat themselves. So flawless performance from the expectation of a patient is that not only do you know how to do your job, but that you know a little bit about how everybody else does their job so that if you can't help me, you're going to get me to the 
the person who does. Right. So essentially the patient expects that from your website or wherever they got the marketing to the phone call throughout the experience that it is seamless, that people aren't, this is not my department, or I don't know what's going on, or let me transfer you to somebody else, or I'll, I'll get back to you, or I won't get back to you. And the morning huddle is designed as one of these elements of the of making a great patient experience, that, that communication is- Right, because everybody knows what's going on. That's why you need the morning huddle. And that's what contributes to that flawless experience. Flawless is a little bit different than when they're looking for something to be seamless. But the morning huddle oh, contributes to that as well. Flawless is about training. Flawless is about okay. training. Is everybody trained properly? And as, does everybody have an understanding of what everybody else does? Because no matter what oh, you see. do with a patient, it affects everybody else. You know, there's not something that gets done in a vacuum in a dental practice. A seamless experience, and again, this ties in with training, because patients expect from the time that they start to the time that they finish, this runs very smoothly. There's no stopping and starting. You know what I mean? Like if we're not prepared because the doctor decided to use a different instrument or maybe a different material, that's the doctor's prerogative, but that's why we have a morning huddle. So he can give the instruction. When we get to Mrs. Jones, I know I used to do this, today I'm gonna do that. And I want you to get that ready for me. Because if the doctor changes his mind at the time that the patient comes in and the assistant has to say, oh, let me go stop, everything so I can go run and find that whatever you want, is that going to be a seamless experience for the patient? Right. So so seamless has to do with us being prepared and ready to go because they don't expect to be waiting around. So what would you say gets in the way? I'm, I'm really about implementation. We get this done. Yeah. So the, the, the morning huddle is a mechanism to keep this seamless experience going to, to make sure communication is improved, to make sure that things aren't dropped. What gets in the way? Because a lot of dentists hear about the morning huddle. They hear about a lot of things and they go, yep. oh, let's do that. Yep. And my father included, he's, oh, I want to do morning huddles. And they last for a week and they stop. So how, before we get to how to fix it, how, what causes it to fail, the dental um, huddle? I, I think a part of it, the reason is um, people are not on time. Um, hopefully it wouldn't be the doctor, um, but it seems like we're always trying to alternate our schedules to meet the personal schedules of the people who work in the, in the dental practice. Uh, we need to figure out what time do we start seeing patients every day. A morning huddle doesn't take anything more than maybe 10 or 15 minutes. So if, if, if we start seeing patients at eight o'clock, I would recommend that you have a morning huddle at 745. So being on time is important. And then I would say the second thing that, that gets in the way of a morning huddle is just lack of preparation. So, yep, yeah, okay, we're here on time, but now nobody's prepared to talk. And so it's like, well, this was a waste of time because everybody's getting ready. And so with, again, with training, I know we pound these things all the time, with people having specific responsibility and with proper scheduling, so people know where they're going to be and what patients they're going to be treating, they can start to get prepared several days in advance. Um, a hygienist could start to get prepared maybe two weeks in advance for the patients that are coming into the office. The assistants can do the same thing. Uh, we're always in a constant state of preparation. So timeliness is a big issue for why it doesn't happen. And then the other big issue is preparation 
And, and I'll say that some of that preparation is because people don't exactly know what they're going to be doing every day because maybe we don't have good scheduling procedures or maybe we haven't been clear about job descriptions. And so they don't know, you know, what, what will I be doing? I don't know if I'm assisting on that procedure or not. And so I can't get prepared for every one of them. So what most people do is not get prepared for anything. So they're not prepared. They're not on time. Also, like most meetings have a habit of getting off topic in meetings or well, it becomes they need, a gripe session, checklist. potentially. You, you, you know in, uh, in other webinars and in other courses that we have taught that we provide a checklist so that you have a certain format that you what follow every day. Um, and so it's the same routine. We cover the same things. Everyone is expected to participate. Um, and so, yeah, I would say get out one of our checklists and make sure that you're following that. Uh, believe it or not, our checklist covers just about everything that could possibly happen in a day. Right. And, and like I said before, in addition to the system, you have to put the system into play and look out for, as, as I was kind of alluding to, that people aren't interrupting or griping or getting off topic. We stay on topic. Well, we right, but you do have that checklist. Right, you have that checklist. Wow. This is what we're talking about today. Today is not a problem-solving meeting. You know, I that see. would be a team meeting or something like that. This meeting is really about today. It might also be about some basic training that you're going to provide the whole team. Like this is a good time to maybe review some of your all-star modules that you've been uh, reviewing and things like that. But if, if I expound on it, I was just kind of giving you my top two, your not top being two. on time and not being prepared. But if I add to it, I would say they don't they don't have a checklist you know, that they follow. So no system. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the next thing would be that they don't uh, establish a routine. You right. know, my recommendation is that it's 745, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, where should I be? One place, get a location. Do we do this at the front desk? Are we doing it in the staff lounge? Are we doing it in the doctor's office, the lab, whatever it is, but people should just know it's 745. If I'm not in that place, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And then I would say, you gotta start on time. And so we don't wait around for somebody. If it's 745, that's when the meeting starts. Take the first item on the checklist and get going. You alluded to one of the questions I want to ask you because I have a lot of dentists, dentists that are using our program specifically, that will do the all-star training or part of it during the huddle. And you're allocating about 15 or 20 minutes to the huddle. Our training typically, once you get past the onboarding aspect, is 20 minutes a week. That's it. And, and part of that 20, 20 minutes of content, and then there's also, you can add a little time if you want to discuss. So there are kind of two ways I want to look at it. One is perhaps we can carve out, I want to see what you thought about this, Larry. Perhaps we can carve out, maybe like you said, five minutes of that 15 a few times a week to watching a little bit together or discussing, because maybe there's two ways that can be done. One is we watch the videos together, either little by little throughout the huddle, or we make the huddles a little longer, 20 minutes maybe. And then we also have time as well, when we're not watching videos, to allocate, let's say, five minutes a discussion on one specific thing. So it's one element of the huddle. 
because a big issue, and we can spend a whole other podcast on this, probably different ways to implement and different models because I see doctors getting stuck as to, and I'm saying all-star training because that's kind of what we focus on, but any training. But it's any, yeah, it's any right, training. Is, is that when we have time to do it and that if we do it too late, and, th and this can also be the huddle concept because some do huddles later, but th they might say, oh, we, we don't want to do it during lunch because we want to eat, or we don't want to stay late. And, they, and teams get resentful that they have to stay in late because they have to cover the material that they didn't cover in the morning or these things aren't happening. So there's frustration that it's not getting done. And this could be a mechanism. Another way it could be done is the team can watch the video or content component on their own. And then during the huddle, we can add a little bit of time, five minutes periodically, to just discuss what you learned as part of that checklist you're talking about. Because the huddle is not just for training. It's also for other matters, clinical matters, and so on. So right, care to right. comment about, about the training portion of it? Well, I, I feel like adding on a little bit of extra time wouldn't interfere with the huddle um, because the huddle is designed to solve problems that may come up during the day today. And this gotcha. is the only time that we really get a chance to talk about it. So, But I don't see what's wrong with saying, you know, instead of 745, we're going to start at 740 and we're going to take five minutes. Um, I kind of like the idea that everybody would uh, go through a little bit of the training on, on their own, say, I want you to listen to five minutes of this or whatever. I know in five minutes, several points come out in every course. And what I would expect the team to do is listen to their, you know, listen to five minutes or whatever, and then say, what, what was the one or two points that you heard? How do we implement that here in our practice? You know, how do we see this working for us? Uh, and so everybody comes prepared to talk to that. Um, again, if, if if that becomes difficult, I don't see what's wrong with just taking five minutes and say, let's let's listen to five minutes of this together. Um, you know, but I don't. But part right. of what makes learning work, it's the it's the processing of it later. The you processing, know? the consistency, because some people, and this is why dysmorphic models are good. They're, they're bit by bit. Some want to cram it quickly or they're too inconsistent. The key to success is little bit at a time and consistent. So you're right, you can process it. You need time to like take a walk away from it. And, and so I think that, yes, it's probably ideal that with a training model that the content done on your own and that the huddle could have some time where we can put on the agenda to discuss and just role play and things like to that. To discuss it, because again, yeah, but I just I, wanted I just, to say, yeah, you first. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say that regardless of whether we like it or not, you and I could read the exact same thing and interpret it two different ways. Exactly. Because our experiences are just different, you know, and so that's right. why you have to have that time to process what they thought they heard. Well, all I wanted to say is one of the lines I love what you what you say is you don't want to throw common sense out the window. Never. And you want to be practical. If the training isn't getting done then put everything, the content and the discussion in the huddle and just that you know you'll make it happen or you can put it somewhere else. But, but like we said, ideally, as we're kind of we're kind of like building this talking, this is the idea of the, the mastermind concept that's being able to uh, come up with the idea here that content on your own and discuss there. One of the things that in the All-Star Dental MBA program, which is a 30-hour program that I teach course on management marketing, and I, I can put a link for that as well, 
for those to learn more about that, or they get the core syllabi or syllabus for that, is in, I discuss what's called masterful meetings. It's a process I learned when I was working for Tony Robbins on how to break up meetings where you have different elements. You have elements of, of content, you have elements of training, you have elements of communication and problem solving. And some of those could be, we can draw from, not just from meetings, which typically might be like about an hour, but yeah. you can get elements of that and incorporate that into the huddle. And so what, what I wanted to kind of start to wind down with here, Larry, so we discussed the training element and is what what other elements in the huddle? So let's just say we have a 20 minutes we're blocking, five minutes for training. You're, you're doing your all-star training, five minutes, right. okay, discussion. The 15 minutes, what's happening? Just a, a, a broad brush, what 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 are what could be happening in the morning huddle here? In, in the morning, how do you, as far as like who's doing what? Yeah, like, like give me an example of, of, of what it could look like, an agenda. Well, I would definitely choose somebody to lead the meeting. Uh, I like it when that rotates. So every week you've got a different leader and you're interjecting different things. And then I would start with, you know, what was our goal for today? You know, so that everybody's aware, are, are we on track, you know, to make our revenue projections or not? So, you know, like what was our goal for uh, today? And then I would start with, let's look at the schedule. And then I would have the assistants review the patients that they're going to be seeing that day so that that way they could talk to the doctor about material, equipment, tools, you know, things like that. Uh, and then it would be time for the hygienist, you know, and then it could be a simple, we, we, we do recommend a, a specific format, but I would have time in that agenda so that everybody has the opportunity to talk. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get away from is many huddles that I've observed, um, the whole team gets together, good, you get a point there, everybody's on time, you get another point there, and then one person reads the schedule, or everybody reads a part of the schedule to everybody else. Well, everybody knows how to read and write, so I don't need you to read the schedule, I need you to quiz me about, is this gonna take longer, is this gonna be shorter, do you want two drops of water in the cement, will you want me to take a PA of this? You know what I mean, like that type of stuff. So, so if I'm answering your question, you know, it kind of starts out with how are we doing today as far as our, our goals? Let's take a look at the schedule. So that means the hygienist and the assistants have specific things that they're going to cover, you know, with the uh, with the rest of the team. The business office might have financial arrangements or maybe um, a case that needs to be discussed with a patient who's coming in. So everybody has a time for them to talk about what they need to get through the day. So, so it could look like that. And again, we, we make those recommendations in some of our other courses where we go through right, we talk each about one of these details. Detail. Mm -hmm. And if everyone's prepared, gosh, if you gave yourself 20 minutes over time when everyone's prepared, you need less and less time for the meeting, which would then open up more and more time for the training. And, and, and that's the big the big thing we're, we're, we're trying to show here, for, for those that may not be familiar with my story, one of the, the, the things that I had experienced with was in college, I was a study, I became a study skills specialist. I barely got into college, I was on probation, so I had to learn to study. But I, had, I actually graduated summa cum laude, top of my class. And I like to say part of it, I, I'm smart, I think I am, but also a lot of it had to do with knowing how to study the proper way, I never had a cram. Yeah. And the beauty yeah. with the huddle, and this kind of mirrors our philosophy of our training. The huddle is like that little bit. If you you know, there's Brian Tracy, a great leadership guru 
that I had the great privilege privilege of writing a book with, he would always say that it takes four, it was at every hour spent in planning saves four hours in ex execution. So you're investing that 20 minutes a day or 15 to 20 minutes a day in your huddle and you have the clinical, what we talked about, aspects, preparing, preparation aspects, and a portion of it which is training aspect, business training, practice management, customer service training, phone skills, so on, that you do little by little, it's gonna have a huge effect and save you later, and you don't have to cram for it and figure it out, and it doesn't work. So it's, it's being proactive and doing it right the first time so you don't have to fix it later. You know, so many dentists are, are saying, I'm putting out fires, I'm having trouble with this or that. You can do that by being a little wiser. And it's, it's almost like exercise. If you stretch and, and warm up a little bit beforehand, you have a less of a chance you're going to injure yourself. So do it right there. Take your vitamins. So what I'd like to direct everyone to, I'm going to put a couple links for you. One, I did mention that, that meetings concept. So for those who want to learn more about the MBA, I'll put this syllabus there so you can get some more information. But, but also, I want to direct you to the Dental Practice Excellence book, and I'll put a link for that as well. And I think if you can remember the URL, I believe it's book.allstardentalpractice.com, but I'll put a, a link there. And, and the reason I'm putting that book as well is I want you to see some content that we're discussing that can be really primed for using in your huddle. Yeah. If you're already an all-star student, you've got hundreds of hours of content you have for your whole career enough to be able to do. But for those new to all-star, this is a good way to get familiar and start implementing at least somewhere uh, with some content. And there's always gonna be more. We're always here to help help you out as well. So thank you, Larry Gazzardo, for helping to- yeah, You're welcome demystify a little bit of this this morning huddle and and why they don't happen and why they're important and how to make them happen and until we meet again go out there and be, be an all-star an all-star we hope you enjoyed this episode of dental all-stars visit us online at allstardentalacademy.com